Welcome to Sound Tradition, where we examine the theology, practices, and traditions of the contemporary church. Now, today we're going to be dealing with a topic that might seem a little off-topic from our normal discussions. It isn't dealing with the theology, the practices, or the traditions of the church directly. However, the church is surrounded by a secular culture, and the attitudes of that secular culture do make their own progress into the attitudes of the church. So a large part of what we're going to be discussing today deals with the topic of cancel culture. And then we will also be dealing with the topic of godly humor yeah. within the church. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of like offshooting topics. So we're going to try to not... They're all related. Yeah, so. we're going to try not to go down those. So there, yeah. you, you, politics could enter into this. Uh, homosexuality. I mean, and some of these things maybe we'll do we'll, their own yeah, we'll podcast later. Yeah. I, will, I will throw out this... Uh, this might be a podcast to put your headphones on. We're not going to be vulgar ourselves, but we're talking about some things that you may not want your children right. to hear. Right, we'll try to use euphemisms as much as yeah. possible to, <laughs> to cover up some of the things that were actually stated. But we do want to deal with this topic as clearly as possible. Mm-hmm. But par- a lot of what brought on this discussion was the recent Dave Chappelle controversy. I don't know how many of you know anything about this. I kind of had seen some things in the news, reading through Apple News a little bit, but I didn't really care too much to delve into it because it just wasn't my thing anyways. Mm. But Luke, <laughs> Luke really brought it up to my attention, so I kind of wanted to let him give us just a brief overview of what what's going yeah. on in the Dave Chappelle controversy. So I didn't even know who he was until uh, like a year ago. And if you don't know who he is, uh, he's a black comedian in, in America. And he's been doing this for, I don't know, over 10 years now, I think. Uh, very popular, makes a lot of money. He's done a lot of specials. He's done five specials with Netflix since 2017. Uh, I think four of them were in 2017. One in 2019, and then one in 2021. He's done for other people, HBO. He's not a clean comedian, so you know no, I'm not, I'm, we're, we are not saying, go listen to Dave Chappelle. <laughs> no, not at all. The, uh, the reason... Uh, what brought this to my attention was once again news and political things. But what the, this last special he did for Netflix became highly controversial because he stopped talked about the LGBTQ community, and uh, as many comedians do for a lot of things, he he roasted them just like <laughs> you know like normally nobody's safe in comedy. That's kind of been the rule forever. Right. Yeah. But in this case, people just real you know it's like oh you know, people didn't like it. They said this is you know, you're attacking a minority. It's kind of like. Uh, you know, when when I was younger, you could make fun of, you know, people being retarded, and now people are like, oh, you know, you're oh, you're you're banging up on helpless people. You shouldn't do that. And right. opinions change over time, but in this case, he's he's been taking a stand. Say, so, you know, he hasn't apologized, and he's, you know, I, I made these jokes, and why why should I be canceled for this? Yeah. So it's just it's really blown up. It's like, you know, which side are you on? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. We're going to try to dive into this topic. You know, what what is a Christian's perspective on, you know, boundaries on humor, you know, the LGBT and question, cancel culture. cancel culture. You know, yeah. we're going to try to try to hit those three, three uh, two really, two main things. Yeah. And so as I was doing my research, I didn't want to expose myself to the vulgarness of that comedy. Just honestly, as a Christian, these things do have an effect on the way you think, whether you think about it or not. They They desensitize you to some things. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more later. So what I did was I pulled up a transcript of his uh, comedy, The Closer, that, was, that just came out on Netflix. 
And I went through looking at some of these comments that were made. I also read some articles um, which had to go to places like Slate and groups like that, you know, that are going to give you <laughs> the liberal perspective because they're the only ones who are going to jump on him over it. And just said, okay, well, what are people saying? What are they taking offense to? What did he actually say? Read it in context. See where they right, where they wrong, you know, all that. And honestly, I don't recommend you doing the same thing I did, but I had to come up with yeah. With a with an answer. Sometimes basically. you do. And sometimes you, you do things research, academically yeah. that you, you know we're not doing it for entertainment purpose. It right. was academic. Yeah, it's like I would not <laughs> recommend somebody just sit down and read Nietzsche for the fun of it, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to read Nietzsche for research. You know. So, right. <laughs> yeah. And so, so I went through the transcript of it and just pulled out a couple, couple of the comments I thought that were apropos to our discussion. At one point in his in his comedy, I don't even know what to call it a shtick. <laughs> so what do you, what do you call a, a special? Uh, they, just, they call it a special. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just means it's a it's a long form compilation of a lot of his work put right. together in one big yeah. show. And so he <laughs> he's going along, and a lot of the focus of Dave Chappelle's comedy is to highlight the disparity between the way African-Americans are treated and other groups are treated. So he, he comes across and he, he talks about this guy named DaBaby. I don't know who DaBaby is. I think, he's a, I think he's a rapper. A rapper? Probably, it sounds, a white, it's, probably a white rapper, though, right? It sounds like a rapper name. Yeah. So. I'm not actually not sure if he's white or not. <laughs> probably should have researched this one a little bit better, but I, I can almost guarantee you he was he was not. More important, for the, political, <laughs> yeah, so. more important for the political side, but we're not focusing on that yes, as yep. much. So he said in, in the com in the commentary on the in the comedy here, he once shot a, a nigga and killed him in Walmart. Oh, this is true. Google it. The baby shot and killed a nigga in Walmart in North Carolina, and nothing bad happened to his career. Do you see where I'm going with this? In our country, you can shoot and kill a nigga, but you can't. But you better not hurt a gay person's feelings. And this is precisely the disparity that I wish to discuss. You think I hate gay people? And what you're really seeing is that I'm jealous of gay people. Oh, I'm jealous. And I'm not the only black person who feels this way. We blacks, we look at the gay community and we say, GD. It, okay, so so you, you, you said the N-word, but you don't want to say GD. I thought you were going to just say the uh, shot an N. Now, see this? I want to throw this out there real quick. Yeah. I am not opposed to saying words in in, uh, in discussion. Uh, some people are like, oh, that's a bad word. It's like a sin to utter it. No, no, it's, I don't think it's a sin to utter any word. I don't think any word's a bad word as in it's a sin to utter it. I think the sin is your, you know, the intent behind, yeah, the behind it. it. Yeah. We're not we're, we're not trying to use this word in a derogatory way. No, and I'm just quoting what he said. We're, we are, you know, so how, you know, a policeman, a policeman writes a report. Can a Christian be a policeman? Because he's going to have to write bad words. You know, mm. No, you know, he's, you're, you're reporting things, you know, right. or... Or saying that you know that's yep. we are reporting but anyway like I said I am trying to take the high road and not exposing you to any yes. more than you have to be so, <laughs> so if you were sitting there you're just like whoa I can't believe you said okay this is this is the approach we're taking yep. here. so he says look how well that movement is going look at how well you are doing and we've been trapped in this predicament for hundreds of years how are you making that kind of progress okay so yeah. basically he's pointing out in our society, if you hurt a gay person's feelings, it's oh horrible. That's like the ultimate sin, right? But <laughs> it in is. his opinion, you can kill a black person and it doesn't do anything to you. You could shoot him and it's it's no big deal, you know. That's right. that's how uh, not not canceled, right? Not canceled because of it. <laughs> you know, you get canceled for offending a gay person, 
but not for killing a black person, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's what pu- pushed him into making a lot of these statements. So later on in his interview, he relates the story of a fight that he almost got into at a restaurant with, during COVID. A waitress was, according to him, basically slobbering all over him without a mask as she took his order. Meanwhile, some gay guy was filming the entire incident, and Chappelle laid into the guy, not knowing he was gay. The guy stood up, and he noticed some things that definitely pointed to him being gay. Mm-hmm. And this guy was huge. He was like a giant, okay? And Chappelle's ready to get into a fight with him. And then the gay guy calls the cops instead. And he says, <laughs> basically, he's saying, it's all right for you to be the minority, the gay guy, until it's more advantageous for you to also be the white guy. So you can call yeah. the cops because you know the cops aren't going to believe a word I'm saying, you know, basically is what he was trying to get to. Also, he uh, talked about how he got into a fight with a lesbian woman uh, whose lover was kind of hitting on him in a way. And uh, and do, do some other discussions later on, this lady accused him of having beaten her. And he denied it, but then in this comedy uh, special, he admits, yeah, I beat her, you know, yeah. I beat her up, you know. <laughs> and so that that is kind of the the way a lot of this discussion went on. Further down, when he's talking about how feminists have it easy, he talks about how a black woman comedian friend of his responded when he asked her to go up to the women's march with him. And she told him she hoped that they all got gassed with tear gas. Um yeah so and then Uh, later he volunteered to lead the women's march because he says what you all women need is you need a man leader to make some progress in this you know and then and then he goes he makes it vulgar (laughs) he says i've got one condition if you suck my private parts you know i'll I'll do this i'll do this for you know that's that's the kind of discussion that was going on the way he was demeaning these different groups of people he then took aim at the transgender crowd again mocking how he would feel using the urinal next to mm. someone dressed as a woman but having the anatomy of a man. Now, he began by saying North Carolina is just being so mean. They made this mean law. But then he talks about how it would make him feel uncomfortable and his children, he wouldn't feel safe for his children if this was happening. You know, but, it was still, but it was still a mean law. Right. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, the LGBTQ crowd's obviously going to take that as you're attacking us, you know, because yeah. you're, you're, you're not... You don't feel safe. Supporting what? and affirming yeah. this decision that we're that we want, you know. And like I said, I don't want to get into too much of the transcript because of the vulgarity. Mm-hmm. Um, but let, let's kind of talk about the flack that he got for performing it. You know, that's that's where most of us are. We've heard something about the responses that were given. And if you don't know what uh, the saying about someone getting flack for something, it's not a bad word. That is actually it comes from, <laughs> yeah. from the, it's a military term. The flack was, mm-hmm. you know, the fire that went up against airplanes. And uh, if I got my facts right, I think I, I don't think it's, you are it's correct. Yeah. But that's, it was, they called it flack. You know, mm-hmm. you fly through the flack. You're getting shot at. So that's, that's what that means. A little history for you, if you're wondering. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's being shot at by several different people for right. his actions. Yeah, and so within Netflix, you had people who obviously were LGBTQ in the Netflix community mm-hmm. who were, pro- were pro- protesting the release of this special, you know. Two transgender employees tried to force their way into an executive meeting to be heard, and then another one was fired not long after tweeting about the special. Um, GLAD, which GLAD is basically a pro-homosexual rights 
um, LGBTQ rights organization. They commented on Twitter that Dave Chappelle's brand has become synonymous with ridiculing trans people and other marginalized community. Now, most Christians listening, I would hopefully, I would love <laughs> to say all Christians, but most Christians, maybe not, uh, what's his name, the guy up in Seattle, uh, Mars Hill, you know. I'm not sure you're talking so, about. Okay, so he, he, he might not, he might not uh, take any offense to this, but most Christians would, would agree that the things that were said were unkind, they were hurtful, and they were crass. But how should we view this cultural trend of wanting to cancel people? Now, Dave Chappelle has not gotten canceled to this point. No, nope. Netflix still has the closer on their listing of things you can watch. Yeah, so... I got a little comment to throw in here. Dave Chappelle himself made this quote. He said, Mean things tend to be funny. I'm not saying them to be mean. I'm saying them to be funny. And that's kind of his defense. This would be the defense most comedians would give for what they what they say. It's like, you know, I'm not saying it because I hate you or I'm trying to be mean to you, but everybody knows things that are kind of a little bit taboo. What One of the things that makes things funny are things that are taboo. And so comedians use that a lot. It's like, oh, I can't believe he just said that. Like, it's true, and I know it's true. I'd never say that because somebody would be offended. Right. But then the comedian says it, and we, oh, and we all laugh. Yeah. So there's uh, – but everybody has a different idea of where that boundary is, what's too far. And in this case, uh, we're going to talk about canceling. They, they want him to be canceled. They, yeah, so they what, want to can- cancel him. And we've seen this with, with good people. You had uh, – Gina Carino, right? Is that her last name, Carino? Carano? Carano I think like it's that. Carano. Yeah, um, from uh, The Mandalorian. Okay? Mm-hmm. She, she played as the, the ranger, the warden, in, in the last few episodes of The mm-hmm. Mandalorian. But she was pro-Trump, you know? And because of her statements um, being pro-Trump and all that, what happened? She lost yeah. her career and now as it, with Disney, at least. You know? so. I, think, I think that it came down to Trump derangement syndrome. But mm. the statement she made wasn't even just like, I, I like Trump. Yeah. But it was something that seemed pro-conservative yeah. without going into that whole thing. But yeah, mm-hmm. but really, what does it mean to be canceled? It means they got them fired. They yes. got them removed or whatever. Enough people spoke up and they were removed. Yeah. And that's what they're trying to do with Dave Chappelle. They're trying to get Netflix to remove Netflix this, to remove no longer pay Shut him. Shut down his career, basically. Yeah, and, and, then, and yeah. then everybody else would be so afraid to right. hire him. GotQuestions.com, which actually is a really good website if you want to do some basic research on a lot of different topics. Um, I find myself going there quite a bit, to be honest. (laughs) But GotQuestions.com defined cancel culture as the modern social attitude that controversial speeches or behavior must be punished through public shaming, silencing, boycotting, firing, bankrupting, deplatforming, etc., the result is that the offender's influence, presence, and or reputation is canceled out. Okay, and that's a permanent mm-hmm. basis. I don't know anybody who has been canceled who has been able to come back other than maybe Gina. You know? so just uh, I only know of one. Yeah. Jo- uh, Johnny Depp is an actor, and he got canceled because his wife falsely, yeah. is it now his ex-wife, accused yeah. him of being an abuser and beating her. And for like four or five years, people just basically believed her. But mm-hmm. it finally, after all the tr- after all the trials and everything, uh, it came out she was lying. Yeah. And so he's actually made a comeback. But it's not very often. Most of the time. Yeah, I don't have a lot of respect for her. Uh, just one thing I heard is she like pooped in the bed and stuff like that. <laughs> so, like, I mean, but, yeah. 
I don't. I, I don't usually go looking. I mean, this sounds like <laughs> the tabloid stuff. You you know. Yeah. We, I never. We never bought any of those magazines. But mm-hmm. you know, you, sometimes you're walking through Walmart and there's this you know giant thing right there, and it's like so and so got divorced. It's just like you know. I don't care about who got divorced or whatever. But you know, people they they love. The only reason I know about some of these things is because I watch on YouTube a lot of political stuff, and a lot of times these things get brought into it. But yes, yes. so yeah, as far as canceling, you know, some people sometimes come back, but we. The internet in the world is so toxic nowadays. Yes, it's it, yes. it's like people the big companies become so afraid of Twitter or Facebook that they we want we're not going to hire nobody's going to hire you and they yes. just kind of disappear from public life. Yeah, and uh, I read an article this week as well related to this how cancel culture really in a lot of ways was perfected by the church. You know, you have mm. <laughs> you have well-known preachers, men like Andy Stanley or or uh, Matt Chandler or anything like that. They say. They say one thing that you don't like because of some implications that you don't agree with, and so we cancel them, we shut down their ministry, we get them kicked out of their churches, different things like that. And a, a lot of times within the church, there is no restoration process. It's just cancel them, get rid of them, cut them out, you know? Yeah. And so really that this cancel culture idea is the secular version of unbiblical forms of judgmentalism that Jesus preached against, you know? The Bible's teaching on judgment is more nuanced than most of us oh, realize. I know yeah. the answer to this. Yeah, so. thou, thou shalt not judge. Everybody knows this. Yeah, even lost people know that I verse, think, thou shalt not judge. That's I think lost right, people right, know right. this verse better than they know uh, John 3.16 anymore. Yes, they do. It's like, what's yeah. the one Bible verse you know? Uh, thou shalt not judge. That's the one they know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I actually had a discussion with this with, uh, with my men's group last night. Uh, dealing with this because we we're talking about how men are called to be watchers we're referring to the passage that talks about act like men but the first phrase of that verse says watch ye you know and um, so we're, we're working our way through that concept and uh, the negative side to watching though sometimes is being overly critical or overly mm-hmm. judgmental so we need to have a biblical um, a biblical perspective on what it means to judge righteously in our lives and so we jump to passages like matthew chapter 7 that say don't judge okay jesus clearly (laughs) said don't don't judge anybody so it's a sin for you to say anything negative about somebody else to determine whether something was right or whether something was wrong and and obviously we what do we say context matters (laughs) so what's the context jason what is the context yeah in that passage right there (laughs) matthew chapter 7 what does he go on and talk about he goes on and talks about the person with the beam in his eye and the other guy with the mode in his eye. You could imagine a two by four in one guy's eye and then a splinter in the other guy's eye. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know? it's a rather so, ridiculous picture, yes, it but is, it, really. it's meant to show something. Because if if I had a giant piece of wood in my eye and I walk up to Jason and I'm like, "Hey, man, you got some? You got a problem? Let me, let me help you with this problem. You got this? <laughs> I see something in your eye." Everybody else around me looks at me, and they can see my problem. And somehow I can't see that I have this giant (laughs) two-by-four. Somehow I don't know it's there. Everybody else knows I got this problem. And then when they see me walk up to Jason and try to help him with his problem, they're like, what? Sounds like a comedy sketch we could do. Yeah, it would be. (laughs) Why isn't he taking care of his problem? Mm -hmm. And that's the whole point of the passage is take care of your own problems first. And you can boil all of that down to not judging hypocritically. Yes. When you've got issues in your own life that you need to take care of, 
we're not in a position to be judging other people. And to be honest, who's to say that their problem is more important than the problem that you're struggling with? You know, yeah. maybe Luke, maybe Luke struggles <laughs> with lying, but you know what? I have, I have a habit of stealing uh, paper clips. Okay? You know, <laughs> paper so. clips. It's, it's not really stealing if you take paper clips. Okay. Now, I want candy from my kids. There you go. That's that's a little yeah, better. That's a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> you so. can have all the paper clips you want from me. I won't be too mad. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, don't think I have any paper clips. Probably not. No. <laughs> but one person's problems might be different than another person that doesn't necessarily make them this horrible wicked awful person and so we have to be careful not to overly harsh over harshly judge other people who are dealing with things that are different than the things that we deal with especially when we aren't dealing with the issues in our own hearts and that's ultimately what matthew chapter 7 is getting to where and jesus concludes and he says with what measure of judgment you meet out, that you will also yeah. be judged by. And that's the that's the meaning of the first verse. Mm-hmm. Judge not, lest ye be judged. Saying you 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 are going to be judged, yes. and the way you judge is going to be judged on how you judged other people. Right. Yeah. Then uh, another another point that we need to keep in mind when we're talking about this whole judging, cancel culture, and everything, is that we are not to judge too hastily according to the appearance of things. Now this is this is found in John chapter seven and. John 7 is actually an interesting passage because a lot of times people jump to that Matthew 7, judge not. But then in John, Jesus says, judge ye. Okay, and so you got a seeming contradiction here. But Jesus says, judge ye righteous judgment. And he defines what that is. In John 7, 24, he says, judge not according to the appearance. We need to be careful not to rashly, hastily judge according to how we think things seem. We need to think it through. We need to find out what are the circumstances, what really actually happened, and make a proper discerning judgment of the situation based on all the available facts that we have to us. So, don't judge too hastily. Side comment, we do this a lot. They call it, uh, people have called it judging a case it can be judged by the court, and it can be judged by the jury, and it can be judged by the, uh, the, the by media. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Judgment by media, and, it's mm-hmm. a, and it just means everybody says, "Well, we know who's guilty. We we we've seen we, we saw what happened, and he's guilty." And it's like, "Well, we please haven't done their investigation yet." Don't you believe know? everything that you read. Don't just <laughs> don't just jump on the bandwagon of people want justice so badly mm-hmm. that they will they'll hang the wrong guy. Yeah. Yeah, the next two principles as that, that relate to the whole concept of judging come from 1 Corinthians chapter number 4. 1 Corinthians 4 says, Let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. But with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged of you, or of man's judgment. Yea, I judge not mine own self. For I know nothing by myself, yet am I not hereby justified, but he that judgeth me is the Lord. Therefore, judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who will both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness, and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts, and then shall every man have praise of God. There's there's two aspects that this verse speaks to, really. In our judgment, we are not to make a permanent judgment. Yes, people mess up. Yes, people do stupid stuff, and yes, people put themselves in horrible positions, but that is not the end of their life. They have time to Mm -hmm. repent, to turn back to the Lord, to change. And as Christians, 
we are to give them that time and mm-hmm. to give them that chance. That's the whole concept of church discipline yeah. isn't to be mean it's, and it, cancel and it's, yeah. them. It it's is, not a permanent thing. It's no. not intended to be a permanent thing. Right. Oh, is, you messed up. You're out forever. Yeah, it's intended to be a process for restoration, to mm-hmm. bring people back to the Lord, not that, to cut yeah. them out and get rid of them permanently. That requires some forgiveness. Yes, it does. <laughs> and, and it will, definitely. Our, our culture doesn't have any forgiveness. Yes, but. and that, that is the biggest <laughs> problem with cancel culture right there. Is uh, there is no forgiveness. There is no moving on. Because there have been people who said, you know what, I'm sorry. I said something wrong. And they have repented publicly. Mm-hmm. You know, And they are still canceled in our society. Because yeah. the world, even though they've been preaching to the church, don't judge us. Don't tell us we can't do this and that is doing exactly <laughs> what they've told us not to do. Yeah, you know? exactly. So that, yeah, we're not to judge permanently. We need to forgive other people. But the the last half of that verse also speaks to another aspect here. It says that God will bring both to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts. Now, what does that phrase, the counsels of the hearts, mean? That the counsel you have with yourself about why <laughs> what are we going to do today, self? You know? Yes, and we all have that, right? Yeah, you know? we, we may not we may Some not speak it. We may not speak. <laughs> so. I don't think we have like little characters or this is the head of the council and this yeah. is my <laughs> evil side. I don't. You know, it's a Studio C sketch. The, yes, yeah. <laughs> what was that one called? The, the devil uh, on one shoulder and the, the shoulder angel. No, no, not the no, shoulder not the, angel. The shoulder they had one where there there was a, just a guy, but there was mm-hmm. like all different parts of his personality were in the store with him. Oh, it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. his belligerent side yes. and his, uh, he had the side that was trying to give him advice for, for girls. And yes. he had yeah, like all these different sides, impulsive side. That was a funny one. Yeah. We, I don't think we act those things out in our brain, but we do, we're talking about mode is what we're mm-hmm. talking about. Yes. Why we do what we do. We, why we make the choices we make. And honestly, we can't know the motives of everyone's heart. There are people uh-huh. who do good things for bad reasons. There are people who do bad things for good reasons. I'm not saying weighing in on how God judges that, but I, but we have no clue nope. what's going on in the hearts and minds of people. And so for yeah. us to assume that we know the, the motives of other people is to judge unrighteous judgment. When we think things like, I know that that was wrong because they must have been thinking this when they chose to do that or to say mm-hmm. that. You know, They might have said, you should clean up your room. And that, and uh, <laughs> you, and so you start thinking, well, they must think that I'm a slob and I never clean up my room, and, and, yeah. or something like this. You know, you don't know what was going on in their mind. This <laughs> this might be one of the biggest causes of misunderstandings and problems in people's lives, and I think definitely in Christian lives and in, in the churches. You know, oh, it's, you you come into church and you're feeling bad. And somebody didn't shake your hand. It's like, oh, I know why I didn't shake my hand. He hates me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> no, you don't know. Maybe he's having a bad day, and, yeah. and he was very self-absorbed, mm-hmm. and that's why I didn't shake your hand. Or your, or if your pastor makes a suggestion to you, well, he he must just think I'm a child. You know, you know, <laughs> yeah. you you know, don't don't jump to those. The problem is, is, is it a possibility? It is. A yes. Possibility. yes. The, the, yeah. I've talked about this before. Being Bible talks about being wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Being wise as a serpent means you recognize what's going on in the world and what is possible. That person might, you know what, that person might be mad at me. That's good that you should recognize that. But to take the next step and say, I assume they're mad at me or they just hate me. And then you believe that is now fact. You've you've taken a step. Now I'm going to treat them a certain way because I believe something's true that's not true. And so many problems arise from this. Be very careful of judging motives. Yeah. 
Then ultimately, when it comes down to it, the Christian's responsibility, according to Colossians 3, verse 13, is that we are to forbear one another. What does that mean? It means to put up with mm-hmm. other people. Yeah, even if you were right. Even yes. if they were even hating. Even if they were wrong, yeah. But that still shouldn't be your reaction. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're to forbear, we're to put up with them, and we're to forgive one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. Now, honestly, when we when we take this judgmental attitude where we're willing to cancel people over it, we are losing sight of everything that God has forgiven us for. And we, we don't really realize how desperately wicked we actually are. Look at your heart. What are those motives that you know? You know your motives for most things. Mm-hmm. You know the lust that was in your heart, the pride, the arrogance, the anger that was there, um, the rebellion that was inside. You know all those things that other people can't see. And the more you realize who you are and what God has done for you, the more likely you are going to be to deal out grace to other people. And so that is is how the Christians should approach the whole concept of the cancel culture. Now, the second side to this, though, that we wanted to deal with was the whole concept of comedy. Obviously, Luke and I, we like to goof (laughs) off and joke around. We love Studio C, good clean comedy. Okay, if you ever want to want to find something to, to watch in that, I genre, recommend their first seven eight seasons. Yeah, the old crew, basically. The original crew. Yep. There was a point where that original crew they wanted to go on and kind of do their own thing, and they. There are a couple good it, episodes in the new one. If you don't know anything about the Studio C, it's out of BYU University. It's they started their own studio where they actually people buy tickets and go, and mm-hmm. but it's normally all students from there. From the university, but anyway, yeah. So I would anyway watch the first eight, eight or eighty-nine yeah. seasons. The rest yeah. of them, yeah, not so great. <laughs> yeah. Now, when it comes to comedy and just to speech in general, I think a key passage that we need to look at is Ephesians five, verses three and four. It says, "But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not once be named among you, as becometh saints. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking." nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. The key word in this passage, pass, the key words, I should probably say, yeah. in this passage <laughs> are foolish talking and jesting. Okay, Foolish talking and jesting. It says these are not convenient. They don't become the saints. You know? I heard somebody else say a good English word for not convenient would just be rude. Yeah, they're rude, <laughs> pretty much. That's what it is. Don't, it's not, they're not, not socially acceptable okay? in, yeah. in a way, you know? <laughs> Foolish talking refers to rash, stupid talk like that of a drunken man. Okay, so just putting out, speaking the top of your mind, letting it all go out there. And we tend to slip into mm-hmm. wrong talking when we do that. We tend to tell more crude jokes when we're when we're not thinking or tell harsh, mean things when we're not thinking. We're just yeah. talking off the top of our head. Proverbs says a foolish man is known by the multitude of his words. Mm. You know, we, we tend to say too much you know he's like oh i shouldn't have said that but you you got on a roll people were laughing and you just keep going and you know i overstepped yeah and then the other side to this is jesting now jesting refers to coarse jokes inappropriate crude jokes which are further defined again as that which is not convenient or they're inappropriate so sexual crude jokes are not appropriate for the christian and I know working in a secular work environment, it is so easy to mm-hmm. get sucked into <laughs> this way of thinking because you want to fit in. You like to, especially if you're somebody who likes to joke 
and yeah. those are the types of jokes being told around you. you your yeah. mind gets affected by that, and you or can it's easily just, slip into it. Or yeah. it's just easier to get by without causing a big stir. Right. I had a guest. Okay, I'm going to give you my... This will help lay this out. I'll give you my joke of the day from today. Uh, what, what do you do when you're attacked by a bunch of clowns, Jason? What do you do when you're attacked by a bunch of clowns? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so. Go straight for the juggler. For the juggler. Okay. I think I saw that one on the dad joke <laughs> so. All right. So I, I put out a dad joke of the day every day, and I have different sources, you know, dad jokes on Facebook, mm-hmm. people doing challenges on YouTube. But I've been doing it for a while. Somebody asked me to do it at the store for the employees. But I just started telling them to our guests. I'd be like, well, you're waiting for the receipt to print. They put their card. It takes like 10 seconds or whatever. Yeah. So I'll throw the joke out there. Get, they've now started telling me jokes they're bringing me like, oh, i got one for you well sometimes they're not yeah right. clean and uh if i had one tell me today and i did not i did not lambast him like how dare you tell me that it was far easier to just kind of you know like, oh you know just kind of chuckle and let him go let him go on his way but uh the question is you know are we you know whether it's a guest whether it's your fellow employees are you are you joining in you know to what degree do you stand up to those things and yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, it's just it's so hard not to get sucked into that when it's around you with the people you know. But then if you're consuming a steady diet of that mm-hmm. in your comedy, like watching SNL skits that, that are vulgar or Dave Chappelle-type shows on Netflix, you know, that can yeah. have an effect to wear you down and get your mind patterned. It's probably 90-plus yeah. percent of comedians are yes. gonna, is going to yeah. be full of this kind of stuff. Yeah. And there's, there's a verse that is important in Christianity that for years, I believe, has been taken the wrong direction, but when it is understood properly, actually is stricter than the things that we try to make it be. And that's First Thessalonians 5.22, which says that we are to avoid all appearance of evil in the King James Version. Now, the, the error has been to define appearance as what things look like on the outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in Greek, that word doesn't mean the outward facade, how things appear, okay, as, as we assume it means today. Rather, it means kinds or types of evil. So we are yeah. to avoid all types of evil. So example, this is the way I, always, the way I used to understand it. Mm. It's like, I like A&W root beer. Yeah. Well, guess what the A&W root beer bottle comes in? I, 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 I be, what is it? The, uh, this IBC root IBC beer. IBC root beer, yeah, that definitely, yeah, it looks like a beer bottle. It, it's just, it's a brown bottle. Yep. And uh, I used to, you know, um, I remember my mom saying this, you know, maybe I shouldn't, you know, be drinking, you know, going down the road. We're on a road trip, and I, you know, and I'm and people see me going down the road, and they see me lift up that brown bottle, they might think I'm drinking. I, right. I want to avoid the appearance of evil. Right. And that's an example of what people have usually, or maybe not usually, but some people have taken And there, there could be this. other things that we could say about that whole the, that practice and different things like that, but this verse is not. Not from this verse. <laughs> this verse is dealing with when evil appears, we should avoid it. We should, we should flee from it, okay? And so where I have landed in my standards on things is if evil is presented as something to be recommended, to be laughed at, to be accepted, I am avoiding that. I am shutting it off. I am walking away. Because that is not the way God would look at things. So if now if evil, like if somebody murders somebody and he gets arrested and thrown in jail, I don't have a problem with that, even though mm-hmm. murder's evil, right? 
mm-hmm. but that's because evil is presented as evil. It is not being yeah. recommended to me. And this is a whole other topic I'd like to get into. I've only written like one article on this, but just I'd like to write a whole series of articles on, you know, what, you know, in our culture, you know, reclaiming our culture and, you know, what is okay. And it'd be a pretty long in-depth thing. But just when it comes to this topic and the whole cancel culture thing and Dave Chappelle thing, we're, we're, we're saying... We need to have some discernment. Mm-hmm. Be careful what you're taking in, and most of it's going to be bad. And when when the thing does pop up, when it appears, we you know we really we need to not just be taken lightly, but understand how serious some of these things, how is, how yeah. God looks at it. Yeah, yeah. And so this, in the end, will make us more more uh, stricter, I think, than mm-hmm. understanding it the other way, because uh, in a lot of ways we have taken evil and the presence of evil in entertainment too lightly we have ignored yeah. it for so many years because we just enjoy it and we need to we need to move past that now we're we're running out of time here i do want to bring up one thing if you really enjoy stand-up comedy i would recommend vid angels studios they have yeah. they have a whole section on good clean um stand-up comedy i yeah. wouldn't necessarily say it's all christian comedy but it's good clean stand-up I, mean, I recommend vid angel just all the way around it's a filtering app and they also put out some content uh, a lot of it is comedy, and they've actually st- started producing some of their own s- shows and a, a few things. One of them is The Chosen. Right. But, uh, yeah, it would be a great place to go. To, it's the uh, the 5% yes. <laughs> out of the 90. Yeah. Well, it's probably a smaller percentage than that, very yeah. small percent. Yeah, and, and just, just one last word. Um, by not watching something, we are, that is not the same thing as canceling the artist. Mm-hmm. We are not saying, Netflix, you need to fire Dave Chappelle. Right. We are saying, <laughs> I have a choice on what I want to watch, and I'm not choosing to watch that because I don't believe it's beneficial yeah. as a Christian. They're two different, yeah. two that's, different categories. That's the politics so, side. You know, yeah. I, Jason and I are both far more libertarian con- or conservative where we say it's America. You have the right to do what you want. Yeah, but, you know, I, and, and really it's the same thing when it comes to LGBTQ. I mean, this could be a whole other topic. It's America. You're allowed to do what you want. We don't approve of it, but it doesn't mean we need to go on a crusade to you know, burn them all. Cancel all. And, the days. and yeah, 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 we we need to get them you know, get them all canceled. Nope, they should never be hired anywhere. No, no, no. Right. It's two two different topics. Right. Okay. Well, as usual, we pray that uh, God's grace and peace will be on you, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, not quite so dark content next yes. time. <laughs>